first beer. Hello and welcome to Step Brewers episode three. Uh, we're here with me, Ali, Ian and Klimt. Well done boys, we're the back. The big K Dizzle. Oh please, it's very early in the night. We don't need to do that already. Um, I brought you in a little treat this week as our little a pre-drink. Hey, it's, it's been ready. It's a treat been indeed. Two weeks in the keg as of today. Um, our little XPA that uh, my partner's dad and I made a couple of weeks, well, four weeks ago now. So you've given me some stats on this. I have given you some stats. I've also got the label here that I've just created, Fruit Camp XPA. Have a look at that. Oh, that is delightful. Wonderful. Please describe what I've created. Oh, we have a a twilight (laughs) scene over a dark dark campsite. Yeah, it's like almost like an American lake sort of scene. Mm. I get a lot of vibes of like almost Brickleberry, you know, the cartoon sort of um, camp show. We get Brickleberry vibes. What the fuck is that? No, no, one, no You one should check it. out Brickleberry. There's he's, like, a, he's an old man. How old are you? When's no, no, it's like <laughs> brand new. It's like a couple of years back. It's um, Adult Swim. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can check out Brickleberry. I'm getting those vibes. I like it a lot, though. I'm Thank saying you. that. So it's a lovely twilight scene. We've got a little campsite. We've got a little... Bit of grapefruit and pineapple. Grapefruit and a little pineapple just sitting by a fire having a great That's time. That's delightful. I like it a lot. It's you can run cool. by the stats of what I provided for you. Hops, Citra, Amarillo, Centennial. That is a gorgeous classic combination. Malts, I like this a lot. Super simple. Pale, crystal, flaked oats. Boom. And then we've got uh, IBUs 30 and ABV uh, Chunky 5.9. It did rise a little bit. Yeah. We're brewing it. Um, oh, well. A little bit more efficient than you expected? Yeah, a little bit more efficient. Than I don't think it's worked against you, though. Like... It's really delicious. It reminds me a lot of Bolter XPA. I think, yeah. And I think that's a what, for our first XPA, is what we're sort of wanting to replicate in a way, just a super smashable XPA. Oh, it's really good. Um, it's so really good. I think it's come up all right. I think there's slight improvements that we can make next time. I think very, t- if anything, like the carbonation's perfect. It looks gorgeous. Hop, hop character's really good. Citrus, citrus comes out. I'll put, I'll a little put bit some, of carapils, I reckon. I'll put some photos on the on the podcast. Yeah, good idea. So everyone can check it out. I would drink a lot of it. Yeah, cool. Delicious. It's a good little warm-up beer, but, you know, sitting at 5.9%. But it's still interesting. It's not lacking. Yeah, it's very good. Thanks, boys. Really lovely review. It's nice to provide it for you. Yeah. Lovely we'll, little gift. We'll, we'll do a little separate review when you're not around. Like, let's just see what happens. Um, in terms of reviewing systems... Oh, mm. I'm not going to review it. You boys You're not going to review your own? Well, this is a in-progress sort of. Like, it's only been two weeks in the keg, so... Mm. Yeah, it's very good. Um, might be able to get a little bit more out of it. I don't know. We'll see. I can't think of a witty review right now, but That's I'm sure fine. I will as the night goes on. That's fine. Come back to it. I think it's delicious. It's smashable. It's, uh, it's like a plate at a Greek wedding. It's fun. It's smashable. <laughs> I don't know. I get it. I get it. Oh, that I, took me a while. Uh, I'm embarrassed. A bit slow. Good time. A bit simple. That's fine. Well, while we uh, while we finish this, let's hit up some uh, beer news. Cool. And it, straight into beer news, um, Fixation have opened a new venue in Collingwood, the Incubator. 
serving IPAs only with 14 taps, and they've got a new IPA on tap already. Um, yeah, they got a rye IPA, and I think they just tapped a black yesterday. Oh, right, yeah. Like a classic black IPA with Centennial and uh, Cascade, I think. Because they have only canned a very limited range that they've been experimenting with, haven't they? Like, Yeah, well, I think their production is still up in Byron Bay. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because it's an offshoot of stone and wood. Ah, oh, makes sense. Um, but I guess having this brew house set up in Collingwood, which we'll talk more about when we visit in a few weeks. You two will visit, not me. Oh, sorry, when Ian and I will visit. You two will visit. Yeah, um, we're, we're okay with that. That makes me depressed, but you'll have the new invested portable mic with you so you can do some walking around talk. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. We can definitely chat to Tom up there, um, give him a cheeky interview. Make sure you FaceTime me. Yeah, definitely. It should be fun. So their brew house is actually sized purposefully to brew IPAs. So their um, their kettle size and their fermenter size is basically expecting giant losses from hops because they're going to hop beer so heavily. Like, so it's like I just like that they're <laughs> that sounds very exciting. They're like dedicated to sizing their tanks in a way that says it's we're going to brew a lot of doubles. So why yep. not just put in all the equipment to do that yes please yeah. that it's sounds, giving awesome is there so there's is there somewhere you can drink in there yeah yeah so it's a full brew pub at Sick. 414 collingwood uh road i think but we'll give more info. go the pies <laughs> we'll give more info when we uh, go check it out so new and noteworthy beers short and sharp segment uh what are we seeing in hobart shops this week we're seeing heaps of stone wood stout. Well, limited amounts of stone wood stout, but it's here. So pick up those as you can. I got one. Fairly sure. I think we all got one. I yeah, I, I definitely got one. So what's the process here? Am, am I, are we going to drink one now? Are we going to keep one for next year? We will be one? opening one tonight at the bottle share. Okay. And then yep. I th- believe we'll be Which selling. we haven't mentioned, actually. We are going to a bottle share after yeah. this episode, yeah. which is stupid. But that's fine. It is stupid. I bought hydrolytes this afternoon because I'm an old man, um, and we will get through this. That's a great, yeah. that's a great call. Um, but with the word stout, we're going to open once tonight, and I think we'll be cellaring one for another year from now, and then yeah. we might take the next anywhere between three, three and five years if we can. Yeah, start getting uh, getting a bit of a range of Yeah, them. I think we need to start building a little collection. So I mean, the word stout fits all our loves of science fiction and spaciness yeah. along with beer. Um, it's just dark. Yeah, so Stone have also put out their um, double IPA, their birthday beer. So last year's birthday beer was Citricato, which was an absolute banger. Um, the double IPA is around now. I saw a few bottles left in Cool Wine today. Um, celebrations at the Abbey had a couple, but I think you're going to be running out of time by the time you hear this. Hop Nation put out a double Nipah called The Dawn, uh, which we will talk about extensively shortly because we have cold cans courtesy of celebrations at the Abbey. Oh, yeah. Three Ravens Salted Caramel Milkshake. Yeah, hey. we all got to try that the other night out of Hey, we all, we all had that, didn't we? How I think, were we uh, all feeling at that time? That was a thick boy. I think we've got good things to say about it. We're not going to talk about it now because we did record some drunken conversations at Preachers. We did? I don't know what that's going to sound we like. Recorded? Yeah, we I, recorded? Yeah. We recorded. Clint and I put the microphone down while we both had a, a pint of it to, to each other. Yeah. And I think I was busy... Trying to employ people. I think I was slurring, yeah. I think I was slurring my words a lot. Uh, so. We also had Will from the Crafty Pint down. So this was after Micro Brewfest, Tassie Micro Brewfest. So Will from the Crafty Pint was down and he spent some time with us. Um, let's just say we all had a really good time. And uh, the crew at Preachers 
Thank you. <laughs> we're, we're pouring out hype cans left, right and set, uh, kegs left, right and centre. Yeah, well done. Um, a last bit of beer news to round it out, and we won't talk about it for long because everyone is talking about it. Uh, maybe too much, maybe it's a necessary amount, but Black Hops Brewing. Uh-oh. In the news. Oh, no. Absolutely, for the wrong reasons. So we're not going to dine into it too much, and we're not going to, you know kick them while they're down so to speak they've done the wrong thing i think everyone agrees that they've put out statements they've withdrawn said beer um and i think we just wanted to acknowledge that you know everyone knows they've done the wrong thing yeah um you know women in beer is an important thing that shouldn't be put back 10 years by things like that um so with that in with that being said... Well, I mean, like, if you want to know about it and you don't know about it, just go and look it up. Cause yeah, go and look it up. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about Black Hops. They know they did wrong. I think some people are coming out and saying pretty strong things. Um, I wanted to personally say, as a Bruin Tassie, the following. Brooke, M, Sarah, Carla, Naomi, Ebony, Catherine, Steph, Marnie, Dominie. Awesome women in beer and Tassie, doing great things. But they're people in beer in Tassie. That's what's important. Beer's for everyone. End of story for Black Ops. Yeah, awesome. Let's go into a beer. A beer. First beer. Bottle share. Let's do it. <sighs> nice, boys. So. Also, apologies because my cat is under the table. And if you hear a slight, it's him. He's got a very short um, nose. As per our usual <laughs> step rules. Shout outs, many of them. Shout out to Bill under the table. Bill was our <laughs> special, our first special guest of the podcast. Mm. Thanks, mate. He's asleep. He doesn't care. So what have we got? So first up, we have Ocho's Happy Place. So Hoppy Farmhouse. This is a hobby farmhouse. Um, this is literally fresh off the line. It's bright, juicy. It's hoppy and spritzy. It takes you to your happy place too. Oh. So. This is fresh out of uh, Ocho Brewing, can 27th of August, so very fresh. Um, Shout-outs to St. John's Distribution for the hookup. Um, Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, Luke. Thanks, Tom. So Luke and Tom hooked yeah. us up this morning. Got it down to Hobart with some serious haste. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Look at the um, cloudiness so, on yeah, that. Yeah, beautiful colour. So it's really a very, very pretty beer. We're looking forward to taking some photos of this. So what we've got is we've got a perfect for warmer weather. This hoppy little number combines traditional Norwegian farmhouse yeast oh. with rye malt, fresh centennial, and Simcoe hops. So the Norwegian yeast we're talking about is a yeast that ferments at really high temperatures. So I think Stu pitched this at like 40 or 45 degrees. So like hot. So yeah. normally pitching at like 18 to 22. Um, but yeah, I'm really keen. I'm really keen to taste it. Um, what are your first impressions? It's really cool. Like I'm immediately picking up some really cool pineapple and orange orange juice. Oh yeah, it's just a juicy juicy beer. How uh, cool's the nose? But it's still got. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? It's got yeah. that like little sour nose. It, it does have a little bit of sourness, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think that's that yeast, that Norwegian yeah, yeast coming absolutely. through. It's, it's so cool. Um, yeah, Can so I just? So it's a Vos Quebec. That label. Whoever does old shows designs. Oh man, so good! I know Stu's told me many times, drunken who does it, and I think it's like a brother-in-law or it, it's it's a friend of his. Wow, Ocho's designs are on point. Always. They're always just clean, simplistic, 
and they stand out on a shelf. You know what it reminds you me of? You know what it reminds me of? I was about to say the, the same. fruit camp XPA yeah, provided by Moi did not know this. Well, it's got the purples. It does. And it's got the little tent. I mean, Ocho's is maybe less professional than yours. <laughs> no. Look, is I, this uh, a, mine so, was a five-minute Photoshop job. So we have a mountain range on the can. Is it? I'm sure if we actually research this, it's probably a mountain in Tasmania. It looks well. like my happy well, place, to be honest. Well, I'm sure we can ask Stu, because once we open our next beer from Ocho, I have some big news for you. But we'll leave that till after we get through this happy place. Okay, you've got me excited. Um, so there's only three and a half percent. I haven't had a sip yet, but talk me through it while I do. Just, just juice, just straight juiciness. Lots of juice, but that- it's still got some grain flavor underneath. Mm. It's good. Wow, it's really nice. It's this is so session like this is the perfect sessionable. It almost mm. has like you almost get the inkling of like a yeasty character mm. that like yeah like you said has a sour vibe to it. Man, but at I the love same it. time, it's mm. just like it just disappears quickly, and it's like mm. absolutely spritzy. <laughs> I think is a good word. Yeah, spritzy is a great word. It does have like a really nice. Um, I love weird yeasts. Sure. <laughs> I love some weird funky yeasts because, geez, this is just that yeah, little bit a, of sour. You love a sour. I love a sour. This is yeah. This is very impressive. We're sure you get in some more from Kicksnare for you then, Ali. Yeah, I I have some special beers from Kicksnare sitting at home okay. waiting for an episode. Yep. Uh, Swifty gave me some beers a little while ago that I've been cellaring away. Yep. So we might we he's, might he's got some those out. Um. Little mention of Swifty. He's got some killer fruit sours. Yeah, definitely. Grand Gage. Yeah, mm. we we actually uh, Bell and myself we had a few cases of his of his raspberry sour at our wedding. It went down like water. People were smashing it. Mm, very yeah, good. That's the thing with sours. I mean, it's like I didn't really get into craft beer for a very long time, and I think what got me excited about craft beer was sours. Like, yeah, nice. That's, that was sort of my gateway back well, in... Well, you were straight into the wildflowers. Yeah, I was into some pretty big, weird sours like wildflower and... Um, sours got so much room to grow in Australia too. Like, sour culture in America is, like, right up there now. It's like, huge. And I think it's a very... It's like Nipah culture. It's, <laughs> it's very untouched still here in Australia. And the, I think The so. scope is huge, which I'm I'm very excited about. I hope people will take well, it. Well, we got that in Australia, hidden not We got Lassaran... Lassaran is obviously the top of their game. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we've got Wildflower. Wild, for me, Wildflower, and, you know, you can see it on Untapped is one of the best, inverted commas, brewers because they don't actually brew. We might get into that a bit Definitely. later. Who knows? Yeah. Know. I, think, I think you could have a whole episode. Maybe we'll go to Sydney. Okay, sure. We keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, we keep bringing um, up Sydney. I reckon Sydney. that'll be our like... summer holiday treat will be a trip to Sydney. We all go to Sydney, we all record an episode. Oh, beautiful. Okay, lock it. Um, this, beer, this beer is great. This beer is only 3.5%. That's crazy. Which is nuts. That's crazy. For the amount of flavour that's Thank God, because I wasn't expecting us to open two cans of it. Uh, no, we weren't meant to, but Ali, you were going to save one to take photos of, and now you've opened it. I did not open this. You both opened them. Oh, did we? we oh, did. we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I wanted to hear the crack on the podcast. And we Damn. got it in stereo. Yeah, oh, we've what? got a nice cracking sound, but now I'm going to have to go and fucking buy one. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll we'll pause in a second. Ian and I can drink, and you can do your thing. 
No, it's fine. I'll just buy another one. <laughs> I'm really getting into my beer photography. I found out quite uh, like the last I couple of that. weeks. I've been getting really into my beer photography. If I have to go out and buy another beer and go to a bottle shop, it's fine. I'll do it. I, yeah, I think everyone at the bottle shops would be happy for you to come take photos. The This beer is now available from Cool Wine, Celebrations at the Abbey, and Hop Vine and Still, which is where I got my hookup. Mainland... I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. So St. John's Distribution, uh, putting it out there. Um, I picked up the first. Um, I picked up the first releases as they walked in the door. Um, so poor Andrew at Hopvine and still had to uh, had to put him in the system as I was standing there. Like, no, I need this man, and he did. He did. What a chap. He put him in in like two minutes. I grabbed him, had a chat to Tom from St. John's, and here we are. Yeah, super like great first beer off the off the cab. Yeah, really great first. What beer else did Ocho provide for us? Well, Ocho have also provided us with the new green seasonal IPA. So we've gone from three and a half percent to six and a half percent. That's fine. So one IPA for every season. On this one, he's a little less uh, forthcoming with the ingredients. Oh, which is nice from Ocho. So happy happy place for when you all purchase it soon. Tells you exactly what's in there, um, which oh by the way I meant to mention the rye malt in this is pretty delicious, I thought adds a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of character, nice spice, but on the green can we just have malt, sweet and soft, hops, juicy passion fruit, apricot, that is all the info. Really vague, but very it, unlike stew. But it's a seasonal release. He's going to want to do this in and out like every it. single like year, it. and of course his ingredients are going to change every year. It's really clever. Like, um, Stu was down for micro last weekend, showed me a couple of the new seasonals coming. Yep. We're in for a good time. Cool. All right, cool. Let's uh, maybe get into this next. All right, so opening up Ocho Green Seasonal IPA. Uh, I know zero about this beer. Well, the description was very, very light, so we're just going to... Oh, can you guys smell that? Not yet. I, I haven't... Oh, goddamn. Oh, goddamn. Can you give me some, please? No. Oh, hello. Um, wow, it smells like fucking bubblegum. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. There's more here. Oh, is, are you guys Another getting round. Falcon vibes? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Well, doesn't the Falcon literally, like, advertise bubblegum? Yeah, I, I still don't know how they did that whole bubblegum What? Thing. As soon as you said bubblegum. <laughs> oh, that like, is crazy that's, good. That's amazing. So yeah, Ocho Green with the limited... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> with the limited info. We haven't even put this in our mouth. So you mad genius. <laughs> so malt, sweet and soft, hops, juicy, passion fruit, apricot, 6.5%. What's that juicy fruit uh, bubblegum? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Wrigley's juicy fruit. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it smells like. Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased just smelling this. It... I'm straight up going to say Can I have not... Stop being so excited. You're peaking the audio with your loudness. I know, you're, I know you're very excited. But, but hold on. Didn't we agree that we were going to edit Ian out in post anyway? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, cool. Um, we'll get straight up. I hate you. Smelling this is a pleasure. I haven't put it in my mouth yet. <laughs> I, uh, I actually oh. think... I actually don't know if I've smelled a Tassie beer that smells this good for a long time. Well done. It's That's Im- so good. It's impressive. It's going to be hard to talk now because all three of us just want to freaking drink this beer. Yeah, that's... I'm, oh, I'm glad oh. you're leaving the second can here with me to take photos. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's delicious. 
Um, just quickly though, while you guys are smelling, I'll chat. Ocho Happy uh, Hoppy Farmhouse Ale with Norwegian Yeast ratings. Ali. Norwegian, that's okay. So it's a light alcohol. I'm going to go with a shoe. I'm going to go with a shoe. It's it's a bit light on. It's not as cool anymore. Um, not that this beer is not cool. Mm. Um, but maybe just a classic, like something you can start off your shoe collection with. Oh, nice. A Stan Smith. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Just a classic. Everyone knows what a Stan Smith is. I do know what a Stan Smith is. There we go. Yeah, it's, it's like a, just a great kickoff to the night, great kickoff to your shoe collection, Stan Smith. It's like every girl in Australia wears a white tank top with black ripped jeans and Stan Smiths. It's just hey like man, a go-to outfit. Guys wear them too, I think. No, I'm saying <laughs> I've got rips in my jeans right now. It's fine. Um, I think, yeah, a rating for that one is really hard because Hobby Farmhouse, it was such a... I'm not a big farmhouse sour guy, mm. but that thing was just like the right amount of funk. It was like... It was a really good balance between t- two things we all like, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. I th- to me, it was like early seasons of Mighty Bush compared to later seasons. So okay. like right amount of funk, right amount of interestingness but not like too funky. What happened in later seasons of Mighty Bush? I don't well, think I got past season you- two. <laughs> Well, you got George. You got George Clinton from Parliament turning up. You got old Greg, like, you got crimping. You got funk later. It was. It was just playing on the good ideas of season one. It was. It was, and I feel like that's what, that's what that Quebec or however you say the Norwegian yeast is. It's like a good amount of funk. Interesting. I want more now. Stew, double, double happy days. Mm. Happy, happy days, days. Happy, happy, There's happy days. There's your marketing days. day right there. Yeah, it's a, like, I think that's going to be my go-to kickoff beer for the, mm. next, for the next few months anyway. Like, I haven't been drinking anything under, let, well, anything under 5% in a long time. Let how, good four. Would, how good would that be on the beach? Three and a half percent cans. Well, we've just uh, had our first... 20 plus degree day in Hobart. I fucking yeah. hate and the beach, but I'd do it for this beer. Oh, <laughs> you guys are, company. You guys are beach, beach haters. It's great. Hey, I went to the beach with you. Actually, no, we went to the beach together. I think we drank motors cans. Yeah, Sand is coarse. We smashed some... And uh, irritating. Sand is coarse. And it and gets irritating. everywhere. It gets... Anakin Skywalker. Um, oh, also... I hate you guys. Also, yeah, motors session. Jawas on the beach. beach. Is that a thing? Like, do they? is that where they live? Ah, uh, cool. Um, yeah, right. Let's... No, we did smash motors on the beach, which was perfect. It was it was beautiful, and that was just like the tail of summer. Anyway, was, we're thinking of better was. times. Uh, we started seeing warmer weather in Hobart, and that's why we've kicked off this episode with spring beers and Ocho hitting it hard, just really delivering on the spring with the spring seasonal release it just shows me like yes it's gonna get hotter weather wise and yes i hate that but the beers are gonna get better and that's exciting so i'm not too mad have we talked about this can yet um i sort of mentioned the last can but so ocho with each seasonal ipa release uh where they select the freshest hops available at the time um release these little guys our last one Correct me if I'm wrong, Clint. The last one was the blue. The blue, yeah, yeah. Um, that was also delicious. Red before that. Um, so today for spring, we have the green label. 
It's it's just a plain green metallic label with Ocho printed and big print across the front. Photos coming soon. It's, it's beautiful. You'll Brothers. see photos on our <laughs> on our Instagram page. Step Brewers. Do better. That's um yeah, Ocho, shout outs, wonderful, everything's good, easy to photograph because it looks so freaking. Yeah, great. it's amazing. Um, I'm really excited for summer, I which am is really their ex- next seasonal. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, Have seen the can. Is this the news you're going to tell us about? No. So here we go. Let's <laughs> I think do, I know the news. Let's do the Ocho news. Okay. So. We were chatting. Are you allowed to announce this on the podcast? Yes. Um, so Stu and I were chatting today. Exclusive. We're chatting today. And one of our next beers we're going to talk about is something that Stu's really passionate about, and that's sours. So we were chatting about sours, and I was telling him about the next beer, which is Ali's beer he's brought along. And he was like, yeah, they're doing really good things. They're on the lower... I guess, spectrum of sour beers. Like, they're not, like, pucker up your face acidity. Wow, man, really ran on my program of beer. Mm. But <laughs> but what Stu said was, oh, cool, you guys are drinking what we were drinking next. I won't say yet. How about I bring you some of their fruited sours, which are very hard to get, and I'll come and have a chat with you guys. So, we have a first guest... Locked in. Stu is going to come down from Ocho, or we might go visit the brewery, and we're going to talk the spectrum of sours and what Stu likes to brew. You're going to love that. And you're going to love that. Yeah, and can you reveal the brewer who has provided beer number three tonight? I will. Let me just go grab it. Because that is what Stu is bringing us. Right, so the beer I brought um, is, what I guess it's the beer that sort of got me back into craft beer. Um, A delicious sour, one of my favourites currently of all time. From? From Wildflower Brewing and Blending, emphasis on the blending. Yeah, and we'll probably visit Wildflower, that would be the right thing to do, but yeah. Stu is going to bring us some rare wildflowers to drink and talk sours. So, while Ali pours... Oh, I might give Ian a pour one. Oh, we'll give Ian a pour. And talk then you talk this. Talk this is this this fi- my official job on the podcast. Yeah, you do a good job. We're not complaining yeah. about it. Um, it's, it's a brewery. So, Wildflower are a brewery that primarily focus on fermenting beer with native bacteria and yeasts. And they're foraged from uh, wild flora that's around their state. Yeah. So they get pretty weird with their funky yeast and whatnot, and they they primarily do sours, and they're good. <laughs> like they are highly rated. Yeah, wildflower. Wildflower are number one brewer on on Untapped at the moment in Australia, I think. Which is crazy. Which um, is crazy. They're like a couple of years old. Yeah. So, I mean, I just picked this randomly off a shelf because I loved the look of the label one day, and I was blown away. Um, so this is really cool. So we mentioned that they source their ingredients locally. So they're from New South Wales. Yeah. Five out of six of their ingredients are all New South Wales based. 
It's incredible. That's actually quite an achievement. That's pretty cool. That touches back on our sense of place we talked about in uh, episode one, really. Yeah, so their main range um, is the beer that we've got here, the Amber Ale, but they also do a Golden Ale as well. What, what year are we drinking on um, So I'm getting to that. Uh, this is, I think there's 16 batches now. I have my hands on batch eight here. Bang. So this one was bottled in October last year in 2017. So this has been sitting around for almost a year. So I'm really intrigued on how this is tasting. But I've got some notes on their website on... The cool thing is each batch is going to be slightly different Mm. um, because of the yeast they use. So um, they have notes for every single batch they do. So uh, they say on their website that Amber Batch 8 is a direct follow-on from Amber Batch 7 with a rich chocolate, burnt caramel nose, and a palette of cherries, raspberry, confectionery. Oh, man, cherries and confectionery. I was actually going to say, it really... Sorry, guys, coffee, coffee um, lingo here. Um, absolutely well and truly reminds me of Cascara. Um, it does, doesn't it? You guys be familiar with this yeah. by now. Yep. Cascara is the dried coffee cherry. Um, so coffee is a cherry, Um it's got that sour cherry vibe. Cascara gives was, you some of that. Like, I was trying to pick what it reminded me of. And it, when you say Cascara, I was just like, had that moment of, yes. You know, like when someone tells you what your palate's telling you. Yeah, definitely. This is delicious. It's got my mouth just salivating. Like, oh, man, like, nothing nothing gets me more excited than a sour at the moment. Yeah. I don't know why. But I had like, that sour golden the other day as well. And it, it just pales pales in comparison to the amber uh, I, have, I love this I haven't had the amber I've had the golden a heap of times which I love and I do have a bottle of amber at home um, I'm not a sour guy and this is delightful when you have a good sour you have a great I time. think that like I think sours in Australia uh, you know they'll be big at some stage but I, th- I feel like they're in their infancy still yeah it's an untapped market yeah definitely I mean I know that uh, I know that in the states, you know, the sour culture is huge, but here we're still in IPA, double IPA, Nipah territory, Russian Imperials, sours. I think there was a really good comment made at the CBIA's last year, and that was like, good work, you know, unfermented beer makes good sours, yeah. and all that was about was you got to be a good brewer first before you can make good sours. Okay. And Chris from the Winston was telling me about that about that sort of statement and it really resonated with me that you got to make really good beer first if you're going to make sours you can't just sour something because it went wrong and this is an example of i think perfect balance yep absolutely oh it's just it's so tangy i love it like mm. oh it's so good it's um oh as soon as like i'd never had a sour before this was my first sour oh really i ever had and I was you've, just like, holy shit. You've literally ruined your beer experience for life now. This is the most sought-after brewery in Australia. I know. Um, I love it. Down here in Tassie, like, these amber bottles are few and far between. Yeah. Like, you will not see these on the shelf for very long, and if you do, you grab one. Yeah, I got given a couple of these, and I, the guy was like, hey, have you tried these? Uh, one of our customers, and he gave them to me. And I'm like, oh, really pretty labels. Like, they have beautiful native plants on them, flowers. Didn't think anything of them. Chucked them on the shelf. I'm like, that's ours. I'm not drinking those. I'll leave them for someone who enjoys them. Yeah. Now that I've had this, I'm 
It's yeah. might be changing my mind about sales. Well, good for you. I'm really glad you're hopping on board, especially with special guests, Stu, coming to talk to us. Oh, yeah. Stu will... Stu will talk sours. <laughs> the, the excitement is high in the room after that announcement. He will, he will change your mind fully, I'm sure. So, um, I mean, we've got some options. We could probably go up to Van Diemen's where Stu does his magic. I would very much like to head up north. We can yeah. head up St. John, catch up with the distribution guys there. Perfect. Um, get us some cheeky burgers while we're at the bar. Oh, perfect. Maybe let's lock it in. We'll do a trip after Lonnie. I think we'll do a trip up. And then it would be really cool, too, to talk to, obviously, Will... Um, from Van Diemen's about absolutely know, sense of place brewing and yeah grander glass which we talked about in episode one. Um, we can try some of his farmhouse releases as well. Having yeah. just had uh, studios, but yeah, this is a nostalgic beer for me. I'm glad to. I'm very glad you. I was this. very this resilient, is... and I was holding this beer for many, many, many months, and I was like, "This is going to so, be good for some sort of sharing." And hey, how does this tie into your spring beer? I just, when it gets a bit warmer, I want sours. And if I want a sour, I go to this sour. That's literally my spring thoughts. It makes sense to me. Like, the cold weather starts dissipating. You start getting those sunny evenings. You don't want to be straight into your big, like, your IPAs. This is the hottest day we've had in months and months and months. And, hey, bring out the sours. This beer will sit well with you. 20 degrees, people. (laughs) (laughs) But this beer will sit well with you as the sun goes down and it starts to cool back down again. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, awesome. Um, I have your cat's head all over me. Really sorry. Bill's very sorry. A rating from me. To me, this is, like, the first time you taste really good vegetarian food. Oh. It's something that, like you're kind of against to begin with. I mean, yeah. Every, every time you come to my kitchen. Oh, yeah. But like, it's something that is like a, you know, red-blooded Aussie bloody male who loves footy should be against apparently from social norms. But the first time you have like really great vegetarian food that you're, still has... You're really talking about your own experience now, Clint. Yeah, yeah. Like a style you may not have been into, but it's really broken your expectation. Exactly, exactly. And this is how I feel about this beer. I don't buy into hype. Um, you do. I buy into hype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I buy into hype a lot, he says. I buy into hype in sneakers. Um, I don't really buy into hype on beer. And when I remember when I saw Wildflower hitting up like number one on Untapped in Australia, I was like, yeah, cool. Guys put some wild ferments into barrels. That's sweet, man. Like, that's cool. But this is beautiful. It's a, it's a must-have, I think, to try. In I feel like every... If you're coming to Australia, if you're in New South Wales, go to Wildflower and have their beer. I think every, uh, every craft beer nerd in Australia should be trying to get their hands on Wildflower. And, I mean, for me, this is quite different to um, the, I guess, the key sour brewer that we haven't talked about in Tasmania, Two Metre Tall. Yep. Um, quite different... I don't know. It feels more controlled to me, like wild but controlled. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Probably less experimental. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm seeing posts from two metre tall chucking oysters and seaweed and sea salt and uh, uh, seawater into their beers. Yeah, two okay. Which there's, is, that's pretty... There's, there's no perhaps about it. Like, <laughs> definitely do Wildflower are less experimental. <laughs> definitely. More about nailing the product i am very anti-seafood so i don't think i'll be trying that two meter tall uh, look, i'm interested i think we should head out there open minds ash is maybe one of the most passionate brewers in australia at two meter tall we should also head to wildflower 
and I'll show and then make up our minds. This we've got a great little list of brewery visits lined this up. This podcast is a great excuse to go traveling, I think. It is indeed. It yeah. is indeed. I'm going to strap on the baby pack on the front. Yes. Ian can give you one of his many children. I'll put my cat harness on and we'll all go for a walk. Do you have a cat harness? No, but I want one. Okay. Give me a rating for this beer. Um, for me... Oh, I can't, I can't. I love that I just stay out of these ratings now because they're bullshit. <laughs> I, th- I think because I, I The beer is great, but your ratings are not. The I, I feel like Anne's had a really long day, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> We've all had a long I, day. I have been up since 4.30. <laughs> um, for a shoe, I'm going to compare this to a shoe. I really don't know. Like, what's a shoe that... The first shoe that got me into sneakers. Yeah, really, like a big moment shoe. A Mine big, was it. Air Jordan 1. An Air Jordan 1. For me, I was only into... I think to me, this is the Yeezy for me. Man, I, I see that with the, you. No, 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 no. Like the, the very, very first, first Yeezy. Like there's I'm going to break in with something else. So for me, now when I was growing up, I was all apple pie. Oh, wow. I, this is deep. I just had like... Sunday at my grandparents' house. This is so emotional. This is really good. (laughs) And when I came to Australia at the age of seven, someone put apricot crumble in front of me. Oh, damn. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I turned my nose up at it a lot. It was offered to me many more times over the... Over the following years. So wait a minute. Did you... Apricot crumble. (laughs) And I was like, no. Did you say to the old grandma who gave it to you, Oh, Patty, what is this? I, I can't do an Irish accent. Come on, Clint. Don't ruin my room. <laughs> Continue. Oh, Patty. <laughs> so, what is this? Apricot crumble. Eventually, after many, many, many times turning my nose up at this apricot crumble, because I, I just wasn't ready. And I was so used to the classic apple pie. I finally tried it and realized what I was missing. That beautiful tart. Tart, yeah. warm fruit. He's he's just beating us at our own rating game. Yeah, he's getting really deep and emotional. I don't think he can do this every every beer. <laughs> I think this is a one-off. It's like in Giant Silent Bob when Silent Bob speaks like at the very end. It's like Ian's just sat there, like putting up with footy references and bad movies and Mighty Boost stuff, and then he's got there and he's just like, I'm gonna dr- drop a truth nugget on you right now. So for me, guys, this is. Nana's apricot crumble. Boom. So, Ian, what have you brought for us today? Guys, I brought an absolute hype beer. This is Hop Nation, the Dawn, double New England IPA. This is so hyped up. Finally, we're moving into double neighbor territory. Because single neighbor territory sucks balls. I didn't even know double neighbors existed. So, this... Yeah. This like when, when, I it was lo- in, when it was in the states. Hey, I like. They were all nine to eleven percent. Okay, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is why you're ragging on Australia. Which is why I hate the Aussie ones. So now much. I got so hyped up because Hop Nation generally their labelling and everything they do just in general hypes me up anyway. So I went and gone. Yeah, but that's a full four pack of these. Fucking come on, mate. Jeez, hey, <laughs> how's your pour there, buddy? Hey, I have. Five more. That's a rich pour. Sorry. I I was just got excited as I was pouring and uh, lost track Um, of of time. Ladies and gentlemen, he's got twice as much of us. Alrighty. So this guy um, hits at 9.0 ABV. It's It's a big boy. 
It's hazy, but it's light and it's not ugly. No, it's not. It, it doesn't look like chicken soup. It's got some nice lacing. Yeah, it's not turban. It looks a little like high on carb for a neighbor. Do you guys want any more of this? Cause, uh, like, no, you're we, fucking in no, it. No, you're drinking it now, okay, mate. We've got bottle sharing. Tonight is your first bottle sharing. You will be in a world of hurt for that poor. Um, what are the hops? Um, in this guy, we have Citra, Mosaic, and Galaxy. Oh, good. Oh, bang. Good, bang. good, good, good. Mm. Mosaic and Galaxy. Ooh, for so, me, good hops. I don't like it. Oh, straight off the bat. No. Uh, you guys have a sip? Tell me what I haven't had a sip yet. So, like... Now, Ali, Ali is a juice fiend. He I does am... love a Nipa. Nothing wrong with the juice. And there's nothing wrong with liking it. There's nothing wrong with liking it. We're yeah, not, I like the... I'm Je- not going to hate on this just because of its style. I like the Jedi juice that they do, so I'm intrigued. Here we go. Mm. It's pretty. It's balanced. Ooh. But I just don't like it very much. So it's got some ma- some mango and pineapple pop. But fucking 9%. Fair bit of grass to it. Can't taste a 9. Yeah, I mean... In that sense, it's very well balanced. If you were going to say, like, what percentage is this? I would say, say six to seven. Yeah, I was going to say six. Yeah. But what I don't get is a lot of pillowy mouthfeel. No. It's thin. It's very thin and dry. Yeah, it, it is yeah, quite dry, a- isn't Absolutely, it? Ali. Oh, you've nailed that. I am... Um, it dissipates <sighs> so quickly. Yeah. I was and really excited and I'm just feeling like, oh, Okay. I think, look, you've got some pretty amazing hops in there. Citra Mosaic Galaxy. They're all sort of muddled. And you talk about delivering a texture, textural mouthfeel. For me, nah, I'm not, I'm not into it. I think, actually, the Jedi Juice is probably better than this. I, th- I 100% agree. Yeah, and I'm not big on Nelson. Um, I, that's it. That, were, that was our comments on the Jedi Jace that Nelson Savin. Yeah, yeah. And that is meant to be a polarizing hop. Like, it's a hop that people's palates respond well, to. it's whiny. Yeah, it's whiny. And I love a Riesling like any yeah. well-groomed man. No, I only like red wine, sorry. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh. Riesling? I, you don't like Riesling? No. Riesling is a white wine. Yeah, and no, I said I only like red. Right, okay. There's yeah. a lot of confusion for, bed. for me for a moment. Time yeah. for bed. I nearly, I nearly brought a Riesling tonight. Now I'm, I feel good about not bringing one. Some Brut? <laughs> brut IPA. Oh. Yeah, when are we going to Okay, that's oh, another okay. subject. <laughs> <laughs> Be news next week, people. Okay. Um, yeah, so for me, this is um, kind of like being bitterly disappointed. Yep. Like you sit there and you've purchased it and you have a bite and it's as dry as a Hungry Jack's Angus burger. I'm just This like, is a Hungry Jack's like, Angus burger. Some... That's... So true. Sometimes when you when you buy a hype beer, you want it to deliver. The Jedi Juice was a mammoth hype beer. I don't think this guy has even had the time to get hype behind it yet. Um, I feel like this beer is trying to live on the Jedi Juice tales, which I also think that the um, Night Market... Was it Night Market, Neva? Yeah, the market, I think. The market with yeah. the little... I haven't had that. Oh, the little lucky the cat, cat. Lucky cat, yeah. Little cat. So this has got like a, a, a chicken on the front, a rooster. A cockerel. A cockerel. Um, great looking can, again, from the guys. Like, oh, they nail it. Every they time. do nail it. Um, I'm just very much not into this. I'm... What I wanted to taste was like Modus uh, Future Factory. 
Absolutely. Like that vibe. Or even just it's a bigger Jedi juice. And what I'm just tasting is like a little grass, a little bitterness, very thin, very quick to dissipate. Yep. There's no yeah. head. I'm missing Motor's Future Factory. What a release. Motor's Future Factory is in my top five. I think that took that took it for like 2017. It came in very late, but absolutely took the crown for me. Yep. Okay, so to me, this is Ben Affleck playing Batman. Hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. That's, that's that too much. Hey, 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 hey. I don't know how you guys feel about DC. So, Batfleck. This is a ben whole other podcast. Batman. <laughs> it's one of my, he's probably controversial, but probably my favourite Batman. Yes. I, oh, damn. He plays a better, an older Batman than anyone else mind. Um, yep, you need yep, to separate yep. them. Okay. okay. Imagine Christian Bale's Batman... It's the same Batman. He's just pl- he's just older. He's ex- he's been through more shit. Okay, I've I've been his, unfair. His Robin has died. You just you picked the wrong two I people. I picked the to, wrong yeah. two people. Okay, okay. So it's choose Superman. I should. He's a prick. Uh, yeah, Superman. Is. Choose Zack Snyder. He was fired. Yeah, true. He's yeah. Okay. Zack Snyder's overhyped. Yesterday was Are You Okay Day. Zack Snyder's kid killed himself. That's this, why he left the movie. This is. Optimus Prime. Oh, okay, cool. Transformers. This is Michael Bay doing Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yep. Every Michael. We relate. Everyone agrees. Okay, no. no, This is Transformers by Michael Bay. Yeah, but the one for touching up the one with Mark Wahlberg in it. Oh, I haven't seen it. Exactly. Yes, it had so much potential to come back and be serious and gritty and true to style. Oh, but you made you made Mark Wahlberg the Nipper. A pussy. Oh. With that brutality, we move to our final segment. So, guys, for this week's Scale Love's Big Question, we've got a bit of a, a builder. Um, I don't expect a full answer tonight because I feel like it's the hardest question to any craft beer lover. So, what I want is you guys to start it and start thinking about it. I want to hear your top three. Local, so that's Tasmanian. Top three, I don't, okay. Australian, so Australian overall. That can exclude Tasmania if you like. Semantics are up to you, and you're international. So, local, Tasmanian, Australian, and international, top three for the year. Tough call, tough call. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to tell you my three. Well, let's build it up. Let's, we'll each share a Tassie one. Okay, we'll, do you want to do Tassie first? And we'll build yeah. it up to international platform. I don't think I can be able to think of a top three. Can I give you like a top one in a well, row? Give me options. We'll just share it. We'll just share the, share the room. Well, um, we're gonna, we're gonna think, finish the year yeah, with a gonna, special ep and a write up perhaps, and we're yeah. gonna do our combined top. Yeah. And there's just a little tease of what we've, what we've already had and loved through the year. Yeah, exactly. I and like by that. the end of the year, we're gonna have something that, I mean, I'm pretty sure brewers are gonna be like. Hey, we made top three in Step Brewers this year. Oh, yeah. It's That's gonna a, be a selling point. It's going to be a big segment. Slide in our DMs if you want a bribe. We yeah. won't take the bribes. That's going to be a big, jolly episode. If you yeah, know. exactly. Okay, so start us off, guys. Can I kick us off with a Tassie one? So start local, us off. Local, start local. us off. Um, 
I I absolutely loved the Hobart Brewing Co. and Winston collab, the Expat IPA. So banging. It was such a beautiful release. East Coast meets West Coast. I didn't have it. Oh. Come on, <laughs> I didn't have it. I know, I know you would have loved it. I know it would have been in your time. You didn't well. invite me to Do you think they're going to do that at October? Maybe. Because uh, they've done expat every year. They did it last year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but it seemed to get come early this year. Maybe it was a practice run. Maybe, Maybe. like it just went well. Because that was, yeah, that was a beer I bought again. Well, they didn't even... release it down at HBC. They just released it up at the winter. No, they, they had it at HBC, but they only had a couple of kegs. I, I think they've held it. Do you reckon that's the pilot batch? Yeah, yeah. Because I went down there and filled up a crowler of it, like, you know, those big, well, still big boys we it. had. You don't want to tip it out if it's good. No, and I mean, if you... Build, if you're brewing a pilot batch on site, it's legal, so sell it. Hoptoberfest is going to be a big couple of weeks for us to talk about. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's like, is yeah. that late October? I'm going to have to get like a weekend off, like yeah. being a father. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to do that for a bottle show. Goodbye, babies. <laughs> Goodbye, babies. See, the great look thing about having people. cat babies is you can leave, they can do whatever they want, and you have a great time. Yeah, fur babies and cat babies are in some ways superior to physical babies. True, but not at all. So, um, Clint, what's your? Let's just go your number one. Just something, something in Tasmania that stands out. Look, I'm going to be self indulgent here, and it's probably the only time I will do it. Spotty Dog Brewers, which is me, Orange County Double IPA. You love yourself. I am going to show myself some love because this beer was a labour of love, and I feel like tonight's the right time, just to give myself a shout out. Because our bottle share group were part of the process. So the bottle share group, last couple of bottle shares, I've been taking along the different versions of this and getting feedback. And we had some good ones and we had some bad ones. And I think you were there for bottle share V3, Ian? Yeah. Which was like massive amounts of like uh, candy and vanilla. Orange yeah, candy I think vanilla. that was a V two release. Um, v two, that's it. Yep. V two was big on that, like Peter's vanilla ice cream. Peter's vanilla ice cream, and it was too much, and it was it was not. So, did you do three versions, or did you do one? Or no, like, no. Which I, one did you pick? Like out of the versions you did, it was it was an edit on one and three, I think. Yeah, I ended up combining one and three yeah, cool. in four, and that became became Orange that County Double one. IPA. And that's the one I consumed a lot and loved. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, shout out to all the venues who took kegs of that on day one when we sold it to them and put it straight on, like served it fresh because that's huge for us. And it was really, like it was really affir- like affirming to what we want to do, which is serve great craft it's beer. It's the best beer you've done, hands down. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it actually hits both myself and Ali's top Tasmanian three as well. We're always pretty careful of putting Spotty Dog right up at number one when we work with Klimt on this podcast. But yeah, and I mean, like fair, fair play when someone really that's one you definitely we got to honor it. And Spotty Dog are doing a great job. The OC most recent release, phenomenal. Question: Yes. When are they going in five hundred mil cans? Ah, oh, look, can't even say. Don't know. Can't say. But I want it. I need it. Um. All I will say is the Orange County will return for another season. The OC is coming back. Nice. Very excited for summer. Very good. Yeah. So let's see how summer goes, people. We'll see what we can do. But fresh crop of American hops coming through right now. All the big 
all the big uh, brewers are over there checking out the fresh copper citra mosaic centennial so when those fresh hops are available for this season maybe something new's coming mm, very exciting but yeah for me it was my top because it was so much hard work and it i had off. been so nervous about releasing a double and the day we released it i was like sitting there watching untapped and i was like really pissed off and i'm like it's gonna suck everyone's gonna hate it and that's why it's my top so australian overall talk to us what do we got i didn't even get into my local Oh, shit, sorry, You're an asshole. I've actually got dodged so you there. self-indulged I got then. very indulged then. So deep and I loved I it, but then I was like, oh, well, opinion. what about me? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so one I really wanted to shout out, and um, I can't wait until, to see, like, just to see where this develops, but the one I really enjoyed off the keg was the Winston again, uh, with their tribute out this year, so it was oh, a so good, amazing beer. It was a imperial stout that was brewed with uh, cacao and local Valino coffee, which is a local. Does uh, that have coffee in it? Yeah, it has coffee in it. No way, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so and but it was also aged in uh, heartwood whiskey barrels. Oh, it was in heartwood barrels. Wow. Oh damn! Yeah. I had no idea. I've yeah. had, I've had that beer. On tap, and it was no in in a bottle, and it was mind blowing. I, I can't help it, but I know some of uh, Winston's past coffee practices when in, introducing them to beer. I'd love to chat to Chris about some of his process this year. Yeah, um, yeah, you should definitely you get having his beer was phenomenal, um, much better than some of the previous coffee porters I've had from. Yeah, coffee Winston. is hard in beer. I think. I mean, having this straight off the keg, I've pre- I've bought a bottle since, but. I can't wait to have I'm that. I'm pretty sure there's a bottle coming to the bottle yeah, share Yeah, the bottle tonight. share tonight, and I can't wait to try that. But, like, I'm going to I'm gonna be a really sensible man and hold off for a year. It's, it's <laughs> Come always back nice to when someone else brings a bottle of it so you don't have to open Exactly my point. Well, funnily enough, like, Justin, who's bringing it, bought me the last bottle that I had yep. a bit of on a Tuesday night at the Winston. And I tell you what, Wednesday was a struggle. You yeah. bought me one of the best bourbons I've ever had the other night. What a dude. Who did? Justin. Justin? Yeah. What did you have? Like Woodford? I don't have a fucking clue. It just bumped into the Winston and he goes, drink this. I bet it was Woodford because... Because uh, he wants to sample the shit out of it before you barrel your own beer. Yeah. I can say no more about barrels and Spotty Dog and potential beers with Justin. I can say no more. Yeah. yeah sorry, Clint. I don't yeah. do that. I had the last one of that. Like, I had the last pint of that before it was out. Yeah. Amazing. And it was great. Amazing. Um, so, well done, guys. That was... It's huge. Well, Carly, why don't you continue with your Australian overall? Okay. So, for my ma- mainland, I had... Uh, it's so good. Um, Blackman's Brewery, Angry Reg, double IPA. Oh, Angry Reg is so good. I'm very new to beer still. Um, I'm very new to double IPAs and I've realized very quickly that I love them. And when I picked this up on a whim, um, I, I think s- it was I s- on the back of Clint and I already smashing. Speaking of smashing. Okay. He's talking of smashing their phones. Dropped Ian phone. dropped his phone. Um, so I think it was on the back of Clint and I already smashing a few. Yeah. So I took a photo of like, I do this sometimes because I'm very new to this, but I take a photo of the fridge in front of me and I go, boys, what do I pick? Yeah, so it's the best thing. And what um, was sitting in front of me was this beer and both of them said, pick up that Angry Reg right now. And I did. I just drank um, an Angry Reg from the exact same release as well. 
um, the day before. So I knew exactly what he was in for. And I sat, I got home. I was like, this is my beer tonight. I think I put on an episode of The Office. I cracked this can and I was like, whoa, okay, this is the best beer I've had this year, I think. Like, it was just mind-blowing. Sure. And it's a seasonal release. Um, I think they're doing another canning of it right now. Yeah, so, I was at Blackland's Brewery, most underrated, underhyped brewery in Australia, and they deserve way more credit. Ian, hit me up, because we've got to go to the bottle share very soon. Alrighty, so I will give another shout-out to Blackland's Brewery. Angry Reg is right at the top of my list as well. Oh, yeah. Because why the fuck not? They just That beer was incredible. But I'll give another shout-out. Very, very, very recent release. Uh, I'll take it to a different style for a moment. Um, the Southern Hemispheric IP, Black IPA from Modus Operandi. Straight up banger. It was so delicious. It was unbelievably fresh. Overflowing with tropicals for such a, for a dark I beer. I think we had this as a knockoff beer. Like We did. Last episode. I think it's coming to an episode. Yeah, we recorded drinking it, but we haven't put it out yet. So we'll we'll bring that out soon. But it was um, an absolute banger. It was a real surprise. Like it was. It it was very hop heavy. It actually hit a lot harder than the ABV. I just remember it all. It was the same as opening that Ocho can. Just like the smell that came out of the can and around the table was just like all smiles. And we're just like, why didn't we? Why didn't we put this in the episode? Like, oh, okay, let's record this. Like. Because yeah. it wasn't a porter, but it was delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's my top Australian release. Internationals, guys. Uh, my Australian release. So now you I've don't been, get one. Now you, I've been dogged. You've, you've yeah, so we've two. done this twice. Because I ruined the system. <laughs> um, my favourite Australian release is a annual re-release, so I think it's okay to include it as a you know a kind of a new release. Um, this year's Millennium Falcon from Holgate Brewing. Holy crap! What a beer. Um, shout out to X-Wing. I think we're all happy to shout out X-Wing. Yeah, that was my yeah. honourable mention. Um, X-Wing is the one we can all afford every week. Oh, damn right. And find, and it's still fresh. Oh, man, like, I buy that regularly. It's a great beer. But man, the Millennium Falcon was... The Falcon, it's like May 4th, uh, sitting at uh, Everyone Winston. Everyone runs out to the bottle shops. Oh, yeah. Like, we've run. Yeah, and I mean, like, uh, I just remember, like, in the morning, I was like went out to mow the lawn and my wife was like, what are you doing? And I was like, mowing the lawn. And she was like, Falcon's released today. Aren't you going to head up to um, Shoreline in Howrah and get the Falcon before it like sells out? And I'm like, yeah, but I've, I've got to mow the lawn. And she's like, nah, man, go get the Falcon. You don't want that sell out and miss out. And I was just like, what an amazing wife. I think wow. I love you. <laughs> I think I want to marry you again. Yeah. I think I want to marry you and have your kids. Um, so yeah, went and picked up the Falcon. It was just like that excitement of having Falcon and X-Wing sitting next to you in the car, knowing you were going to drink it. And then bang, what a huge beer, superb balance, expertly brewed. Yeah. I, think, I think I had my first on tap at the Winston. Oh yeah. How good I think we had it together. No, we had it together. On tap. And then on Justin tap. rolled in with the barley wine. Yeah. And then Justin, <laughs> Justin rolled in with like one of his own barley wines. It was just like, Hey guys, try this. Um, but yeah, I think that was a special moment, like drinking fresh falcon and uh, i bought a bottle maybe like two weeks ago like there was still one sitting in a bottle shop did it hold up it held up really yeah it it's just a phenomenal it's better than it should your bigger ipas can handle a little more date especially if they kept cold like hop vine and still is that where you got it yeah Yeah, they they keep it cold it was sitting in the fridge it was discount i'm like well it's rude not to really yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i went to a venue today and saw 
um, wort stout in the fridge, but stone double on the shelves. Yeah. I'm not going to say the venue. That's very disappointing. Switch it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, okay. switch it up. Obviously, the stone double is going to sell out in like a couple of days. So, I shouldn't get upset. But switch yeah, it up. Yeah, the same bottle shop still have Melvin cans on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, and they've been there for over two months now. Sort it out. That brings us to internationals, people. Clean to kick it off. All right. So, my international of the year was a clear winner. Um, but given some of the uh, rhetoric around Australian beer, I'm going to skip it. Um, just because of a situation that they had in the States that we won't talk about. So my big internationals for the year, I was just happy to have a Deschutes with you guys last week. I'm... Yeah, the 28th. We're all pretty happy with I the think, 28th. I think that's mutual. Um, shout out, my my second shout out to internationals was um, the Stone Impeach, which for me was just like... I love that beer. So that was just much. a K Diesel beer, and the stuff. Yeah, and just any good beer that hits this list, I'm like, yeah, I had that on tap at the Winston. Oh, did you? I didn't. Um, but yeah, that was that was amazing. Um, I'm just going to trigger memories here. Jay Wakefield um, at the Winston on tap. That uh, huge Jay Wakefield collab with uh, who's the international brewer who does all those huge collabs? Not. We all had that together, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, that after the coffee. After oh, Omni, Omnipolo, was Omnipolo, it? Jay Wakefield. Oh, the the Peak Empire. Yeah, it was like there was a Peak Empire. Mud yeah. I mean, Omnipolo put out some super trash beers, like where they throw cheeseburgers and shakes and crap in the in the. Yeah, they, pretty, they had some that makes, as well. that makes no sense. But some of their beers, some of their pastry stouts, those thick boys are good. This, yeah, we all, well, to me, that beer was much better than the more recent one we had at Preachers, the caramel. Oh, the salted caramel milkshake? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, won't, we won't hit that up I in had this a, episode, but we will I had a get follow, it up. I had a follow-up Omnipolo. I can't remember the one. Um, but The second like, Omnipolo was yeah. the Jay Wakefield. That was the banger. Yeah. yeah. The first um, one was, like, delicious and thick, and I'd had those 32 AeroPress coffees, but the second <laughs> one, the Jay Wakefield, was... That was where it was at. Yeah. Like, that was a good high, high so, Yeah, I agreed on the Deschutes. That was my, like, go to last week's episode and check that out because that was an amazing beer. Um, I I was going to pick the Impeach, but I just picked uh, Stone IPA because it's still very new to me and I was... Just a go-to. Just a go-to. Just my go-to. Sorry, like, yeah. Picked up a can, <laughs> picked up a can out of your fridge at the um, festival last week. Yeah. It was old as shit, and I was just like, okay, cool, I'm going to see what this is like, and it just, just a, blew my head off. Just I was a like, classic West Coast IPA. You, yeah. could, you could put that can in your car for two months, and I reckon pull it out. And I warm, think it might have sat it would, warm two and months. And it, it would <laughs> it was still, it'd still be delicious. Like We're not going to say where it came from, because Stone will hunt them down. It was cheap. It was 50 bucks a case. It was delicious. But, man, it, it held, held up. up. It that's the thing. Held. Like, that's my... I think that's just my go-to beer. From just so into the amount of hops they load into those Yeah, things. exactly. And uh, with our lift r- waiting in the driveway, Ian, round it out. So I'm going to mention the unmentionable, but my top international release goes to Melbourne uh, with the Citradamus. Oh, 100% Citra. It was a phenomenal beer. Amazing. Big double IPA. Part of their double IPA release series. Um, another a cheeky little close 
close second was the Hop Shocker. Most of different reasons. The Hop Shocker had a little more kind of bubblegum sweet going on. Um, they were both phenomenal beers. Amazing beers. Cool. Uh, yeah. Let's get to this bottle share and torture ourselves for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks. For, thanks again. Tonight's episode brought to you by St. John's Distribution.